You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, you're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put him in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. This is called Pilot Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Luxford. I'm totally gonna use that, too. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast here on the GGR Pirate Radio Network. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am your host. I am also the editor-in-chief of our website. It is greatgeekrefuge.com. Check it out when you get a chance. There's lots of great content for you there to listen to and to read. We are back for another wonderful episode where we are going to be talking about the DCU um, that is now headed by James Gunn and Peter Safran because there was a big announcement on what their plan is. Uh, so we're going to be diving into that head first. Joining me on this episode, as always, I've got my two stalwart co-hosts. I've got Mr. James Rambo. I've got Mr. MC Brooks. But then we also have a very special guest, Mr. Daryl Mansell of Paprika fame. So, Daryl, thank you for joining us. Um, let's. I'm going to let you kick it off since you're our guest, man. Tell me, tell me a little bit. Like, give us a little appetizer here since we were just talking about food off air. Um, give me a little appetizer here. What was what was the thing that like? Had you like, ooh, okay, now I'm interested in what Mr. Gunn has to say about this DC universe. That's a good question. I think it's, I think it's Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, you know, it was famously very good on when the the DC streaming service got taken off, and now we're getting it announced again. Well, I'm wondering how that's if there's going to be any vestiges of what we got in the show. Well, are they going to eat the tone? Are they going to be sticking more to, to the, you know, the whole aesthetic of what Alan Moore did? Uh, the fact that they are proudly sticking with source material and, and doing little tweaks to it, which, you know, Marvel has done to a degree. But one thing that really caught my eye is going on said, hey, you want to preview what we're doing? Here's what you read. And that's something I don't think Feige has ever done. It's He's kind of left it up to the fans to try to weed through and sift through to figure out, oh, so, you know, they're going to do WandaVision. If you're not a fan, you don't know to go read House of M for any kind of 
clues and hints, whereas Gunn is like, this is the shit you want to read right here. I think that might actually be what's most interested me, is, is him telling people, hey, go do your homework, and you're going to have a fun time doing it. <clears throat> MC, let's go to you, man. What did you think of, of just like kind of like the first thoughts on, on what we saw from uh, that? Well, it was like it was like a five or six minute video that they released. Um, yeah, it's about six. It's about six and a half minutes. Uh, they announced ten different projects. Just the TV and film stuff, I should say. They didn't really. Uh, and and some, actually, and uh, I think one one or two of the things are are also animated, but nothing on the on the, the gaming side of things. Um, to piggyback on what Daryl said, Swamp Thing is being described as a horror, um, as a as a dark horror story per James Gunn. So that I think that's part of the intrigue um with that because he seemed to imply that it's gonna be a little bit isolated. Like there are gonna be connections to the wider DCU, but that story is gonna be very self-contained as far as as far as the character without super direct con uh, connections to other stuff. Um I think see it's it's kind of hard to say because like on on one hand I could say Superman because we you know it's just weird to say but we haven't had a proper Superman film in a decade now um even though you know we've gotten we've gotten you know BVS and we've gotten both versions of Justice League in recent years also but we haven't had like a proper live action Superman in a decade so there's that um but but I think the thing I'm most interested in is uh this Lanterns project yeah um mostly because like the last major Green Lantern thing we got is that really bad Ryan Reynolds movie from well over a decade ago at this point. We've gotten some great stuff uh, on the animated side. Jon Stewart had a movie that came out last year. Um, the Lanterns have featured pretty prominently in the, the last two seasons of Young Justice. Um, we got both uh, Jade and Obsidian in Stargirl uh, the last two seasons. Of, you know the 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 children of, of of Alan Scott, so we've gotten like good Green Lantern content pretty much everywhere else, but like the big screen. So I'm really curious, also because you know WB also spent like the better part of a decade blocking the CW from letting uh, uh, John Diggle become the Green Lantern. We all know he was supposed to be. That's a whole other rant, but. Um, I'm really curious to see what they're going to do with it because, you know, uh, we have like, you know, they didn't let Zack Snyder have Jon Stewart, even though we know, uh, even though we know that's who was supposed to actually show up for his iteration of Justice League. That was supposed to be the big cameo at the end. Um, and, you know, Green Lantern can be a hard thing to adapt just be largely because of the budget you'll probably have to do to make all the CG work. And to, you know, with all the different sculptures and structures and, you know, uh, the, the the action scenes I'm sure will pop up. I'm really interested to see just kind of what that entails, especially because it seems, uh, I think it was also described, uh, or James Gunn seems to be going with what the original story idea for, for the Lantern movie was um, when it was talked about f like five years ago, which was making them like a buddy cop in space thing with uh with john and how so i'm really curious to see uh, so like if they're gonna go with that and uh james gunn you know seem seemingly has a, a real respect for source material and, and characters and 
and good story and just telling good stories in general i'm really curious to see what exactly that's going that's going to be i love the idea of a buddy cop in space movie like or a tv series that sounds fucking wonderful um i don't know if it's going to happen exactly like that i mean that it would be it would still be pretty cool uh, either way um rambo kind of first thoughts and in, in, in what you heard from uh, from mr gunn I'm so fucking hyped. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Shit. I didn't get shit done that day at work. Um, <laughs> I am. It's, it's all the things you guys said already. Um, it is really nice to see somebody talk about, um, about the comics and source material with, you know, a degree of reverence and respect. Um, it is exciting to hear somebody talk about like individual characters and like their likes and dislikes of, of them. Like, you know, hearing, hearing Gunn talk about how much he enjoys Damian Wayne is, uh, is cool because mm -hmm. it, it shows a degree of, of understanding and, and comprehension of things. Um, I mean, this is the dude that made Bat Mike Cannon uh, in the, in the <laughs> DCEU. Um, is like, Bat Mike Cannon? Yep, he is now. When, like, <laughs> fucking, you know, if, if an eighth of the of the audience that watched that show got that reference, I'd be shocked. Um, it is... Uh, I mean, and... and, and um, there's no project that at a, at a bare minimum, we're not like, okay, cool, let's do this. Um, but I mean, I'd be, who am I kidding? The fact that we're getting not just a new Superman movie, but a Superman movie wherein the writer of it specifically refers to the kindness of Superman uh, in a world where that is old fashioned. Um, that shows an understanding of character that Zack Snyder um could he, he just it does not fucking compute with him um this is not a a, a a knock against him as a as a filmmaker this is just like his his taste does not align with that character the biggest fucking mistake these Warner brothers ever made was putting him on a superman story it doesn't make any fucking sense um i you know and i'm one of the few people who actually really enjoyed man of steel uh, but that was with a, a an eye toward like, well, what? I'm sure they're going to go in this direction, and then they went in this direction. Um, but uh, no, it is like having Warner Herzog direct a My Little Pony movie. It's just it's not really fucking <laughs> weird. Yeah, I would like to see the pony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> how how are we going to traverse the universe across this gumdrop rainbow bridge that we have? No. <laughs> amongst all the darkness and brutality of the universe I can truly say that friendship is magic <laughs> um, I want you to see my beauty mark it's grey it's, it's just it's just like an old combine harvester um, <laughs> it's, but uh 
I don't man, it's 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 you know that the specifics of things like you know him talking about you know the the new Batman movie being a brave and the bold movie, uh, the fact that like it's not a fucking mystery that no we're getting a Robin and almost certainly and not just a, a Robin the Bat family the phrase Bat family was used multiple times while he's discussing this movie. Um, this is a guy who has a full understanding of these characters what works and what doesn't the kind of direction you need to go if i had to, if i had to say one thing it's the fact that every project he mentioned had a different sound and feel to it it is not just reskin versions of the same kind of story i fucking love the mcu i've enjoyed the shit out of all that stuff the worst i could say about any of those movies is it was it was still okay but there is a feel of there's a distinct similarity amongst a great many of those films uh, and TV shows, and with you know a handful of exceptions, and those tend to be the standouts and, and some of the best movies uh, and, and series uh, uh, from that whole uh, 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 for, a, for lack of a better term. Um, when you hear Gunn talk about you know, a Swamp Thing horror movie and, um, you know, Booster Gold being a, a, a what if a, a imposter syndrome was a superhero. Like these, these don't all feel like here's your rogue origin story. Here is your shot of Martha, Martha Wayne's pearls falling. Here is, you know, here are the various things that we've seen a dozen times. Uh, it feels like unique takes and unique ideas um that will all you know unify in a, in a very particular way i mean shit the suicide squad is a movie that has starro as you know not even the the antagonist really uh but like you know a monster that shows up um it is weird and silly and funny and also a genuine critique of u.s military policy um like that's the guy that is now in charge of the ship overall and that is really exciting um kevin feige has done an amazing job with the mcu but kevin feige is also a i think a producer first and i think with somebody like james gunn he is a storyteller first and that has shown a lot in the approach he has i mean like we're already seeing a. Uh, uh, some 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 ripples and some 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 general feedback from the higher ups at Warner Brothers and how they're like, oh shit, should we not have given him the keys? It's like, well, you already fucking did. Yeah. So <laughs> like, if you if you weren't familiar with the kind of guy he is, it's really on you for not betting him better. Um, so yeah, I'm, I didn't I'm I didn't fucking, see I didn't see that. What did what did they say? I haven't seen specifics. I just saw that there were people who the higher ups of Warner Brothers are upset well, about like the the things he was saying about the previous direction of yeah. you know, the DCEU yeah. and like decisions like, made and yeah, like when he said, "Oh, DC has been fucked up for a long time." Mm -hmm. Like that that upset people. Fuck them. <laughs> right in the eye. Yeah, if you don't want them, you don't want them complaining about how it's been fucked up. Then maybe you should have unfucked it. You know, like it's <laughs> Jesus. Like Homeboy didn't get hired to not fix things, so all he's doing is calling spade a spade. Like you bring in somebody, they're you know he he's 
he's not a CEO. Like he's not a dude who, uh, uh, you know, until recently had a C-suite fucking title. Like he's a guy who started in the trauma films, who like has, has, has spent a lot of time getting his hands dirty uh, in the actual process of filmmaking. Um, yeah. And he's also a real no-nonsense kind of dude who's just like, yeah, this shit has been rough and we're, gonna, we're here to, to try and fix it. Yeah, I, I was. It's funny uh, you say that too about him. Um, the fact that, like, the fact he's a he's a writer director, not necessarily producer. I forget who I was, I, what I was listening to, but they kind of brought that up also, just insofar as like the access to high quality filmmakers that Gunn will be able to get for some of these projects, if he if he if he if he wants to get a name, mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to like how Feige, you know, generally goes for. You know lesser lesser known people you know to give them opportunities which is not not necessarily a bad thing um but gun kind of having a good idea of, of the vision for some of these things and with him already you know him being a filmmaker he he it increases the chance that he can get uh you know some higher end people to come in and direct some of the direct some of these uh these uh movies and shows and make sure that we're getting top tier quality stuff the thing that really struck me the most is he knows what he's talking about and he knows the subjects and he knows the content and he knows the characters because he said shit about Brave and the Bold. He said shit about Booster Gold. He managed to take Booster Gold as a character and explain him in one sentence. What if imposter syndrome was a superhero? I'm like, fuck, he just explained that whole goddamn that. I wow. Like, he he showed me in that press conference first off like man that dude went from like having like brown hair and no beard to all of a sudden like gray hair spiked up beard like <laughs> all, like like overnight it seems like i was like oh cool all right man good do your thing man that's cool um but yeah, this guy knows what he's talking about. He knows comics. He knows stories. And like he said, I can't remember which story he said it was. He was like, my favorite thing I read last year was this. I don't remember what it was he said. But like, that means he's reading comics, which I guarantee you most of the other previous incarnations of the people that were running this show didn't do. And that and that was proven, like in the way that they handled things. Um, fuck, that's going to drive me nuts now. Which which story was he talking about that he said was one of his favorites from 2022? Was it Supergirl? Was it it might have been yes. Supergirl. Yeah. The Tommy Supergirl Girl story. Tommy, it was. Yeah. Uh, Bill Key's uh, Eve are yep. the That's the story that's being adapted, which I I, yep. I had had a copy for a while, and, and when that was announced, I was like, all right, it's time to read this. Um, yeah. And I have not been disappointed so far. Yeah. Um, I, I, tr I trust this dude. He knows what he's talking about. He knows how to do this stuff. My, my only concern, I go back to what I had said before, was like, well, he's he's writing the Superman story. Yeah. Um, my and biggest he made, he made direct it too. Yeah. My biggest concern is dude is really, really good with working with obscure characters that nobody knows about. How is he going to handle the biggest of big names? Because this is not like Iron Man and John Favreau, where people, for the most part, kind of have a passing idea of who Iron Man is, but don't really know who he is. So Favreau got a lot of carte blanche for the most part, where it was like, you can kind of take this character where you want. He stayed true to the original Tony Stark and to Iron Man, but like he, I would argue that Iron Man is way pop more popular now than he ever was before that movie. Like Favreau put that character on the map in his current incarnation. 
you don't have that flexibility anymore. And like, this is fucking Superman. Everybody knows Superman. So I think Gunn is a good enough writer and director that he'll be fine. But that's the only thing that is like sitting in the back of my head. It's like, all right, you're you're good with being the small guy with, you know, using the using the people nobody know about. How are you going to handle arguably like the most recognizable character in the fucking world? Yeah, that's uh, that's not a concern because he's taken these obscure characters like the Guardians and he's infused them with so much heart and and emotion and that is that is the core of what superman is he's a man with heart now yeah he guns humor if anything will concern me it will be guns humor cuz i think his the suicide squad humor is much more to his tastes than guardians he knew he had to play it safe with guardians i think his humor is much more mean and and cynical uh which definitely should not be in a superman movie if you are adapting the true blue class superman but seeing what he has done with the guardians and and how he has developed those characters and i think he knows how much is writing on superman i, I don't have yeah. much cause for concern yeah and uh, have you all heard about like the the writers he has helping him out, like the writers room he's assembled for the DCU? Yeah, I heard Rambo's in there as a yeah, writer. It's, it's just weird. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, some of the names he has on here: uh, Drew Goddard, who you know won an Academy Award for The Martian. He also wrote the scripts for Cloverfield and Cabin in the Woods. I'll I'll add to that. Also, he uh, he was going to be the showrunner on Daredevil. Like oh, that's the right. reason yeah. Daredevil is as solid as it is is he like helped write that story bible. That's and right. He's gonna be yeah. the showrunner. And do do does anyone know why he didn't end up doing it? It's okay. incredibly unfortunate. <laughs> it's it is such it was... a fucking bummer. Go ahead, <laughs> I guess tell I us. Used, used to know, but I can't I don't remember. MC just looked it up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He uh he left Daredevil to go direct that Sinister Six movie Sony was gonna put out. That's right. And he was gonna do like he was gonna like head up like a bunch of Spider-Man shit at Sony. And then yeah. the leak happened, and then you know, Sony went back in and with negotiations with Marvel and then oh, Drew. all the shit like the, the the he hitched his wagon very reasonably so to this particular locomotive and it went right off the fucking rails. It is such a bummer. But I'm so glad to hear that he's, he's, he's doing Oh, this. man. He was also set to direct um, the X-Force film. X-Force uh-huh. movie, yeah. But it was canceled after the Fox-Disney merger. Man, this yep. guy keeps getting fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, MC. Go yeah. ahead, please. No, 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 no. no. You're, uh, so um, uh, in addition to that, he has Christina Hodson, who wrote Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also wrote the script for Birds of Prey as well as the uh, the Batgirl movie um, and the upcoming Flash movie. She was a writer on that also. Um, in addition, that Jeremy Carver, uh, who you know did Doom Patrol, the Doom Patrol series, uh, Crystal Henry, who was the writer on the HBO Watchmen, um, and then also the someone we mentioned earlier in the pre the other podcast. Tom King is also in the writer's room for this. So he's got a good little like hodgepodge of other folks who are going to, you know, be helping him along with, with 
figuring out this vision for uh probably not just superman but the other uh you know announced prod supergirl uh the authority swamp thing like all the other stuff that they have going on too so i think if it were just him doing everything i would probably feel a little less excited but the fact he's got so many different voices that are going to be in the room with him also like figuring out how to you know put all this stuff together and make a, a fully connected universe you know without trying to rush it the way you know the previous people at warner brothers tried to do um yeah i think i think that, that that's you know a good sign honestly yeah and like really what we're seeing here is that he's surrounding himself with the right people and not we we've talked about it before like warner brothers miscalculation after um christopher nolan's batman stuff being like oh well the, the kids want dark superheroes let's fucking give them that let's get Zack snyder um superman it makes no goddamn sense like Zack snyder after christopher nolan turned them down several times yeah <laughs> then agreed then agreed to be a consultant but not would not actually do it let's see let's let i like i i get that nolan made them a shit ton of money and that you know those batman movies are incredibly successful but let's take the man whose most consistent criticism uh in his in his work is that there is a lack of emotion and put him in charge of the character <laughs> who is based in in kindness and selflessness <laughs> like let's <laughs> oh god it just blows my mind how fucking backwards these these executives are consistently yeah bottom dollar box office draw and they're like he did it for us three times he's gonna do it for us again well it's more than three times i think all of his stuff had been warner brothers before that so he'd been for them about eight times yeah do it for us again without without sitting down and thinking what that means they don't care about the characters stop they just bottom bottom line man cash money you know, for the 99 and 2000. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, though. Yeah. Uh, contrary to that, um, Gunn cares about these characters. And that's why I think this is the right choice. He does care about these characters. He cares about the narrative. He cares about the story because that's what's important to him. So, yeah. yeah. Um, if I, I, had to, I was oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, if I had to pick one that I was the most excited about, um, I feel like it's a cop out to say Superman because I just fucking love Superman. Um, I'm, I'm definitely excited to see what James Gunn is going to do with that. Um, I love that he's like, oh yeah, we're doing more Batman with Matt Reeves and that's going to be an Elseworlds thing. So here you go. Um, I like well, that. I, yeah. I, I love that um, that we're going to get Brave and the Bold. I think it's going to be really, really dope to see a Robin and not to like fuck with it. Like here, this is what we're doing. We're introducing the Bat Family, which is smart as shit because there's so much more content you can do once you introduce the Bat Family. Yeah. On top, yeah. On top of that, like, I like that we're getting a booster gold. I like that we're getting a blue beetle. Like, I would yeah. like to see a little blue and gold. Like, I don't know if it's gonna happen, but I would enjoy the shit out of that. It, it'll be interesting to see what they what they do with that. I mean, if they even because they very well, you know, uh, they very well could find a way to to bring that uh, that blue that uh, that version of blue beetle into this new DCU it has no connections to anything else like as far as as far as we know it has no connections to anything that came before 
So it can very easily be grandfathered into the new DCU if they wanted to do that. And honestly, that's one of the things I'm, I'm really curious about because the Waller show is effectively kind of the Peacemaker sequel. Like, it's confirmed that characters from Peacemaker are going to be in the Waller show. And James Gunn himself says that he doesn't have time to worry about Peacemaker season two. So the next place we're going to see some of those characters, his wife being one of them, obviously, uh, is going to be in this Amanda this Amanda Waller show. Um, and and the, the finale of Peacemaker connected it to the rest of the DCEU with the rest of the Justice League, or at least with the Flash and Aquaman and the silhouettes of uh, Superman, Wonder Woman, and, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, the others uh, showing up there. But effectively connected it connected it to that too so um it does kind of beg the question kind of a similar question to like what marvel is going to try to do with deadpool like how are you just going to grandfather that over into the new thing now yeah like, what like how like is 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 uh it like this flash movie coming up is i mean they've said that it's going to reboot everything which i you know, feel like it's a surprise to nobody who knows what Flashpoint yeah. is. Um, but like, it does beg the question of, well, how much are they going to change things now that we are, you know, we know that we it's confirmed it's going to change stuff and we don't know who the Flash in this new DCU is going to be or if that Flash is even going to be Barry Allen when we do get a Flash. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm very curious to, um, to see kind of what they end up doing with that, especially because um, I could be wrong about this, but I feel like he kind of implied that like the like Aquaman two is going to connect it, like is going to connect into Superman, which is the official start of the new DCU. But I, I don't know how that's going to work if if that if that is the case. I it was I, I think it was uh, at the very least him saying that they're. I think it was a very diplomatic way for him to say they might not connect directly, but they won't disconnect. Okay, they yeah. will. They will be. That will be a thing that happened over there, and maybe later on we'll call back to that. Uh, yeah. But for now, it's it's just over there. We're not canceling that production. It's too expensive. Yeah. It's too much going on. Um, it could also be a way to make sure that you don't, you know, you 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 make sure people are still going to go see these mm -hmm. movies. Kind, kind, we kind of discussed this too, kind of in the way that they won't say they're going to fire Ezra right now because they still want people to go watch the movie that comes yep. out. Yeah. But I'm fairly certain, like, once The Flash has this theatrical run, one of the first things that'll be coming out is that, oh, Ezra's not returning as The Flash. Yeah, you know, it's, after, like, it's like telling us that Jessica Jones is canceled before season three even drops. Like, there's yeah, no basically, yeah. incentive to, to, to then, yeah, check it out. Yeah, watch this. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the other thing that, like, I got to say he handled pretty artfully um, is people were asking, like, oh, well, what do you think about uh, Zachary Levi's comments? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? Knowing full well that he's got a fucking huge movie coming out soon. He's like, look, yeah. I can't agree with what everybody says, man. Okay? Like, yeah. what, do you, what do you want from me? Like, yeah. he, he made it pretty clear, like, without coming out and saying, like, I think what he said is stupid and he's an asshole. But he was just like, look, I can't, you know, if I fire every single person that I don't agree with, then there's going to be nobody here. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And I mean, Shazam, I mean, yeah. And that, just like with Ezra, uh, yeah. Gunn's tone could very well change after, you know, after March. Yeah. And Shazam is already, has already been out and whenever it finished its run. But also, like, the first, the first movie was pretty fun. And Zachary was good in that role. And I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone would have, would be upset if he was one of those characters that got grandfathered in simply because Shazam also doesn't really have those connections outside of a faceless Superman showing up in the post credit scene. Yeah. You know, and seeing as, you know, some other actors who had movies come out recently did not want to interact with their adversaries. <laughs> Despite being man, part of the same franchise, man, fuck him, <laughs> um, douche. It, it, I mean, it, it, it does stand to stand to reason that like whether they bring they they could very well bring Zachary over and actually bring in a black at someone who wants to actually be Black Adam with Shazam. <laughs> that would be so fucking funny if they black or uh, shazam is you know ready to go like in march i think is when it comes out right if they went back and they just didn't say anything about it and they're like yo so check this out we're gonna recast black adam Shh, don't say no oh, that's definitely say happening that. but like oh. have him have him show up in this movie and like dwayne because i'm not even gonna call him the rock anymore fuck him fuck dwayne like <laughs> Dwayne is like watching it and he's just like they replace and like if only like I'm trying to think of like because we're gonna go into the wrestling world like who is it Stone Cold like what if Stone Cold was Black Adam just as like the biggest middle finger to him? No, no, <laughs> it, it, it's, it ends up being the one like action role that Dave Batista picks back up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it comes in Black Adam, but no, yeah. yeah, that that role that role is gonna be recast. Yeah. Uh, it's just a matter of when because like. As far as big, you know, uh, kind of like show out heavy hitter antagonists that uh, uh, that Captain Marvel has, uh, well, that Shazam has, um, Black Adam is pretty much top of the list in terms of like a punchable villain. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like if 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 Shazam punches Doctor Savannah in the face, you just kill this old man. Um, <laughs> but uh, can you imagine? Can you like just for a second here? Let's let's imagine, God rest his soul, Heath Ledger's still alive, right? And Heath Ledger is like, I'm gonna do a Joker solo movie, but I'm not working with that fucking hack, Christian Bale. Like, no, no, I'm too big to be in a Batman movie. I'm too big for Batman to show up in my movie. Like the fucking balls on that dude, like <laughs> to be like, no. I'm not oh, gonna go oh. against my biggest rival. Like, what? A I'll dick. never understand it. I'll and, and never I, and understand you, his thought process. And if you do, you can't lose to him either. No. At yeah. Best I can't can, lose at fights. Best, at best, you can you can come to a draw, because you can't lose on screen. <laughs> you know, it'd be great is if Gunn was like, "Listen, Dwayne, can I call you Dwayne? Dwayne, um, we'll take you back. However." You have to get the shit beat out of you for 20 straight minutes in the beginning of this movie. That's the only way we're going to take you back, Holmes. And that's the I, first act. I didn't realize that he went around Walter Mata's back yeah. to the other to, to the people higher up at Warner Brothers. Yeah, in order that's, to get the cat the the cavalcade. Ca yeah, yeah. No shit. Yeah, yeah, that was a big thing. That's it's a, it's, re it's why Walter left. One of the reasons that Walter ended up leaving uh, leaving that role, and like I said, it's, it, that's the only way. Because Walter Armada was firmly on 
like, no, we're not bringing Henry Cavill back. He specifically said Henry Cavill was too old, which is like wild, but that's a whole other thing. Can we can we start a Rocky sucks chant? <laughs> but but yeah, like that that was that was the only way. I mean, like when you really think of it, and it's it's kind of funny when we think about kind of like the 16, 15 years from inception to release that it took for Black Adam to even come to fruition. And the thing that held it up for several years was The Rock not wanting to release the movie unless he could get Henry Cavill in it. And it ended up not going anywhere in the aftermath of it anyway. Yeah. That's just yeah, single... I, I, props to his dedication for it. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it was cool as fuck like, as a fan, as a as as a fan, and as you know, uh, you know, like the three, me, Mike, and Rambo all wanted to see Cavill back in the suit. So, like that part of Black Adam was fucking cool. Like, props to them for doing that. But all this other power play shit he tried to do, like DC was was inevitably going to fail. Yeah, if he if he if he got his way. You were you were not gonna like I you wanna you wanna build your movie universe around Black Adam? Cool no. story. Said nobody awesome. ever. Yeah. Like I'm saying, you are not Iron Man, man. Like You know who's not you know who's not getting a Halloween costume? Black Adam. Like you're you're not you're not seeing kids you're not seeing kids going out dressed as Black Adam. No one fucking cares. And like I don't know how else to explain that to Dwayne because like it, it the the more and more I learn about this like I said the more and more it, I learn the less I like him you yeah. know like it, it he's just it, like he's only he only cares about his own ego and that's just fucked up man and and that movie would have worked great in the mid 2000s or even 2007 like before we got kind of like this golden era of superhero movies that we've gotten for the last the last couple years where there, it's not just put actor in suit, put them on screen, people will go see it because they are enamored with, we're seeing this person on screen for the first time. Like, no, there's actual care that's being put into these stories and these characters and these acting performances, despite what some, you know, directors might say. Um, like that movie, it, like it, it can't work like that. You, like you have to do more than look good in your suit on screen. I mean, we have cosplayers who look good in suits on, on in film and TV, you know, like that. You have to do a little bit more than that to like build a successful franchise if that is what your plan is. It's, I mean, it's 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 a story about you know ego over sense. Like, there's no thinking about. You know what's the best way to approach this and there, there's there's some real sweet irony and uh i i totally agree the timing for when that movie should have been released is really when they finished the fucking script initially like if that had come out <laughs> you know 13 14 years ago it would have done fine it would have done fine if if they had just released the shazam movie when it was originally supposed to be put together because he yep. was supposed to be the villain in the first fucking movie and yep. then the rock got wind of it and was like well what if we split him into two i mean i guess sure why not that can um, only work if the shazam sequel is you two like coming at each other now that like that's the only way splitting them ugh. makes sense 
You it's can't just, divorce a character from their antagonist. Oh. It just doesn't. Oh. Jesus Christ. Either way, great job, James Gunn. That video was enthralling because yeah. honestly, the dude like he knows how to capture an audience, man, and like yeah. he did it in a very easy way by talking about yeah. the nerd shit that he loves. If there's one thing that I do hope that he changes, because I get the I get the idea behind it. But seeing that he has worked with Marvel, he should learn the lessons from what if and like it's okay to get professional voice actors if you know for yes. your your animated yes. stuff and for your for your video game adaptations. The video games you want to connect. Like like, like I, I get you want continuity. Fucking Sebastian Stan. I, I don't think I don't think you know, people seeing Superman and Superman Legacy and then seeing him pop up in uh, a Justice League game or whatever, and they're, they sound, I don't think people are not going to be able to connect that. Oh, that's the same Superman from this. Like, they don't even have the same voice. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, it's, a, it's okay to, we, like, we can get, we can let professionals, the people they pay the big bucks to because they're, they're good at it and let them voice. You know, let them voice the the characters for, you know, your animated and 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 uh, game stuff. We don't we don't need bad voice acting performances just because you want continuity. Rough man, it was rough. So, yeah, when it was good, it was great, but when it was bad, holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Just plastic performances from these. Hey, shout out to the authority actors. too. We haven't uh, we I haven't mentioned true. the authority. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Fuck yeah. yeah. Someone yeah. made an excellent point. Uh, I saw back and forth, I think, on Twitter. And uh, somebody's like, you know, we're really worried we're doing a whole movie with a with an established superhero team? Like, that just seems like a weird idea. Particularly after uh, uh, after one of the big critiques with the DCEU was they just jumped right into the Justice League. And the counter I saw, which I hadn't even considered in the moment, was... Well, what if the Justice League is formed as an answer to the Authority? I'm like, fuck, that's a great that idea. Is, great idea. Is, yeah, that is awesome. Holy <laughs> that, that is, is a great really, idea. Really good but idea. you literally could use it as commentary within the within the universe too, where it's just like they they establish because there's a few superheroes floating around doing you know whatever, but like these guys show well they're not obviously they're not enough because there's still bad things in the world and we have to take a heavier hand and then like yeah like it, it and well, I mean, ooh, honestly it could it could set up the whole superman versus the authority like, like not even that like honestly i i think it, it ends up being instead of um it, it ends up being there's already a group and they're they've amassed this much power if they're going to be making these choices and making these moves we need to show people how to do it right. Yeah, we need to take them. You know, you know. The, I mean, basically, you you get a version of um, what's so funny about True Trust: The American Way. They adapted it as uh, as Superman versus the Elite uh, yep. in the DC animated series, or DC animated films, um, where it's just Superman. Like, you know, I mean, and, and it's and it's Pa Kent who says to him, "It's like, hey, if you're worried about the way these people are doing things, lead by example." And so Superman reaches out and is like, all right, here's how we approach this. Um, and uh gets a little rough. 
but uh <laughs> um but i mean and like, and like honestly that's another thing that i'm excited about is you know i i love seeing superman cut loose and kick the shit out of somebody when it's warranted but if that's all you get it doesn't carry the same weight like if all I ever see is someone who's on, who's constantly at like an eight or a nine, when they go to a 10, I'm not that impressed. Conversely, if you, if you, if you saw like a live segment where Mr. Rogers was out in public dealing with people and some racist came up to him and started spouting off and, and, and he clocked that guy, like everybody would have lost their fucking minds. So the idea that you can, you're gonna when our that our baseline for the Superman character is going to be he's a good, kind man who's doing the best he can with what he has. It happens that what he has is a lot. And you put him in situations where you can you can get those moments of like, you know, occasional anger and like, you know, uh 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 serious uh uh something you know, maybe violent reactions in places that's gonna have some gravity to it um so yeah it, it's 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 contrast is a is a big thing i'm excited yeah. about is you know seeing the the juxtaposition of things seeing um you know and and and, and i think a lot of people misinterpreted what gun was saying he, he said something about you know the the DC going forward being a place where you can have morally great characters and you can have uh, it's not just good guy fights bad guy bad guy loses good guy wins it's you can have these conversations you can you can explore like you know what does it mean to be someone who is this powerful in this world uh, you know and and in a way that you know I don't know I I think a lot of people heard that and they were like oh so just more of the same and it's like no there hasn't been a spectrum up to this point. There's just been one kind of hero and it's basically all kind of been like, you know, with, with a few exceptions, sad sack, uh, uh, low contrast imagery. Um, and a lot of people being like, I'm the hero, you know, because I said I am, even though I just murdered this person in front of a bunch of school children. <laughs> like, okay i guess that's what we're doing um hey kids stay in loved school it. <laughs> oh, that fucking shit loved <laughs> it god damn it you're I gonna have to kill me okay everyone's safe <laughs> and you know because of all of the blood smears on the walls <laughs> I will defend that movie to my dying uh, It really would have been funny. Up. It really would have been funny if they leaned into that, where he, like, at the end of the movie, like, the music swells, and he looks at Lois, and he's like, well, I guess I uh, saved the day again, Lois. Uh, I'll have to be back some other time. And then, like, winks at her, and then flies away, like, all happy and go lucky. And Lois is like, that's my man. And then they pan out, and the city is destroyed, and people are just, they're just corpses everywhere, and blood, yeah, just... You blood dripping from his fists. You yeah, exactly. dripping from his fists, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, spattered on her face. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess this is a job well done, Lois. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, Superman, you're the best. Another day of justice. Just get the, uh, the fucking Fleischer cartoons ending on the end of Man of Steel. <laughs> well, we sure showed them, didn't we? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see what uh what Mr. Gunn and, and company have to have to bring to the table. And yeah. so far, you know, I've been really impressed with his his work uh, and with the, the kind of enthusiasm and the people he has around him. Um, so at a bare minimum, I'm very optimistic. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Also, yeah. also appreciate his transparency in shutting down rumors before they start running wild on the internet about who is being cast as who or what this is going to be about and whatnot. It's just, it's kind of nice to, you know, we know Marvel kind of leaned on a lot of that, uh, a lot of that fan-driven speculation. We saw it a lot during WandaVision with all the fan theories running wild about who was showing up or what certain things potentially meant. meant. But it's nice to see, you know, James and, and others like, shut that shit down. Like, yeah, no, we haven't, we haven't even started casting for Superman yet. Like, you can have your fan cast, but this is not real. There's no better Twitter interactions than James Gunn and Grace Randolph. And I just love seeing <laughs> it shut down. <laughs> Grace at any, oh, I love seeing anybody shut down Grace at, at any oh. possible turn. He, yeah, he, he has taken an opposite approach, uh, whereas Marvel likes to feed off of that because any news is good news. Um, yeah. yeah, Gunn has taken a, uh, a, a much more stricter approach to that, which I find interesting, refreshing. Hang on, I'm I, I hadn't seen these tweets, so now I'm curious. Yeah, I, I, you'll, you'll have to give me some context because I don't know the history between Grace um, Randolph and James Gunn. Grace is uh, known for her quote unquote scoops that she uh, at times claims to have, which tend to be completely untrue. And, and made up. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I was trying to be polite about very it. It's made completely up. made up, very made up. And then she tries to pass off as, you know, oh, Bird, he just told me. And that's not the case. Uh, James and Bird of Prey director Kathy Ann have been great about n being very direct in telling Grace that, no, you're wrong. That was made <laughs> up. <laughs> Stop that. Basically, and then Yan, Yan, really gave her a great burn, and then just kind of dipped out of the situation. Whereas Gun, from time to time, will will show up and be like, "No, Grace, you're you're, you're doing it again, Grace." Uh, <laughs> so they're talked about like, this. So he's like polite. Stern finger. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's polite about it. He's not okay. Direct about it. Yeah. Yeah. There's 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 no inherent meanness about it but uh he he does not stand for her bullshit is the best way of putting it he he doesn't stand for anybody's bullshit on the internet in general like he shuts people down on twitter on a regular basis and it's I love to see it it's quite enjoyable like i love the people that were complaining about continuity we mentioned it before about batmite and they were like oh those continuities like yeah just happened <laughs> i just made it i made a continuity what do you what do you think about that asshole yeah like <laughs> Because, like, you know, oh, by the way, what was fucking hilarious, because, I, and I started thinking about this a little bit more in depth, after that Rolling Stone piece came out, that um, Zack Snyder was probably involved in or had something to do with all of the hashtags save the Snyderverse shit, uh, and that he was, like, egging it on, is that, like, there was the fake responses from people who were just like, oh, I can't believe they're going to do this, you know, save the Snyderverse. And like immediately everybody was like, that's just bots. Nobody cares. It's not real. Like <laughs> just completely shut down. Like no one cares, Zach. 
incidentally, uh, checking Amazon for bestsellers in superhero comics, graphic novels, in the top 10 are Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, All-Star All -Star Superman appears twice, uh, both as the hardcover and the paperback. Mm -hmm. uh, and the Batman by Grant Morrison Omnibus Volume 1. So, yeah, as of February 3rd, they were number one. Uh, they have since dropped down to four, five, uh, eight, and nine, respectively. Um, but yeah, it's it's great to see, you know, comics selling with regard to, to direct tie-ins to, to films based on, uh, you know, announcements. I mean, if, if, if there's one critique, uh, well, not, I mean, there's plenty of critiques I have about MCO, but if there's one in particular that stands out, it's y'all really have great opportunities to be like, this movie is related to this thing. You should check out this story. Yeah. Um, which they've done occasionally, but it's 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 so few and far between that it does. You know, it's talking about with Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. The most the most we've really gotten is the fact that they'll hide the um, the tags and episodes of the TV shows. Yeah. That if you happen to catch it, you'll know. Oh, this is for Miss Mar. You know, this run of Miss Marvel from this or this run of Moon Knight from there, or whatever. I think that's I'm... one thing that I try hard to in Paprika is to do that exactly. So every yeah. time they have a slate of announcements, here's the next, you know, the phase of whatever, I make sure I go there and I say, if they, if, if they are looking at adapting these things, here's your comiXology links to them, if you want to get started on it quick, because Marvel is absolutely terrible about it. Absolutely. Yep. I think that they, yeah, I mean, comparatively yeah they're they're horrible about it i think that they're going for different things though like when you when you really think about it and it's weird because marvel almost is like not ashamed of their comics but like that's not really especially with the mcu what they're really focusing on they're like hey these characters are different and we're gonna do our own stories with them and they'll give nods to them but like it's honestly it's maybe a good move on dc's part because dc does need to differentiate themselves and they do need to like because they don't want ultimately dc had to have a plan at some point because what they've had for the last what 20 years has been dog shit. so they've got to put something in place so if they're going to do something at least like kind of cater to the tendency that some of the fans have with this shit of like oh well it needs to be just like the comics or it needs to reference this like maybe this is their way in like this is their way to kind of like pull not pull more fans because i mean i feel like they're i don't feel like anybody's like i'm not a dc fan anymore because the movies are dog shit like i feel like they're well just waiting that 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 sentiment is definitely out i mean did i saw a meme less than a week ago that was like you know be fucking for real like be fucking for real that dc is not better than marvel in any way shape form or fashion and you can tell that like that sentiment is largely driven through the success of the MCU and the mess that the DCEU has been. Yeah. Because they're not talking about comics. They're not talking about any animated anything. Uh, they're not talking about games. They're, they're only, only talking about the MCU. Yeah. I'm excited. I think this should be good. Uh, first one we get is really not anything gun inspired. That's going to be... Um, is it well, Flash or is it going to be um, it's Shazam, right? Shazam, 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 we are for sure. 
is Shazam, like March. Shazam, Flash, Blue Beetle, Aquaman. Okay. Correctly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really curious how the how the Flash is going to play out. I think out. he yeah. did confirm too that I think Creature Commandos is supposed to come out. I think he said like one or two things will come out before Superman does. Like one of the two things that they announced. And I think I think Creature Commandos is one of them. Um, that's so confirmed that's supposed to come out at some point before uh, before Superman does because there's a there's supposed to be a connection between it and Superman. Huh, that'll be interesting. I don't know anything about Creature Commandos. I looked it up and that it was like World War II era heroes is what it was. And it looks kind of weird. I mean, like there was like a Frankenstein monster. There was like, yeah, like it, it, a regular, like a regular dude, a werewolf. Like I was like, oh, this looks weird. This looks like right up James Gunn's alley. So. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yep. On that note, let's wrap it up call it a day um thank you all for listening for subscribing for doing all that you do to share what we got going on here uh at the greek geek refuge uh particularly the at the diner podcast so thank you so much for listening um and for all that you do but also big thanks to uh to daryl daryl thank you for joining us for both of our episodes here um give the folks a shout out give yourself a plug tell them where they can find your stuff where they can hear your podcast all that good stuff absolutely man um you can find all the reviews that I write at popregalreviews.com, man. Uh, also, the podcast live there as well. If uh, if you were looking for some more good old content to, to put in your ears, Paprika is subscribed or is available at all the usual places, your Apple, your Spotify, your Stitchers, and whatnot, and other weird podcast places that you didn't even know existed until you start Googling things. You're like, oh, I didn't know my show was here, but it lives there. Uh, and also the Facebook group, man. Uh, you can search for Paprika, like Paprika with an O instead of an A, and you will find pretty much everything that's attached to me. And on Twitter, see delicious S E E D A L I C I O U S. Thanks again, man. We appreciated uh, having you in your awesome out. Uh, like the fact that you are like a legit movie reviewer is is always cool because like it gives it, it, i feel like it like gives us legitimacy where it's like no 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 he's real like he, he actually does this this is what his job is it, it's not just just us saying words on uh, on the internet um, so thanks again for joining us man uh big thanks big thanks to mc brooks big thanks to james rambo as always i appreciate you fellas appreciate what you do um, and we'll call it an evening. So all of you out there, uh, be kind to each other, stay safe, and remember, together, there are no heights that we can't reach. listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy!